Atlantic Body and Soul's crew of five, Cal McCannish, Sean Waters, Ed Fantaven, Alec Martin and Matt Callis, met through their love of rowing. Throughout last summer and autumn, they trained hard, both in the Eastern Amateur Rowing Club's skiff and then in the boat they would take with them to La Gomera in the Canary Islands for the challenge itself. They flew out there in November where they learned about the practical realities of their daunting 3,000-mile voyage across to Antigua, and the reality felt, if anything, more daunting than the anticipation. When I met up with Carl this week, I asked if he still woke up in the middle of the night, still thinking of the journey three months after it ended. Not so much at night anymore, but every day at some point I'll think about it. I'll remember something. But I'm rowing with the club with Eastern, and sometimes uh, I get flashbacks to rowing in the ocean. It was a momentous occasion, and I don't think it's ever going to leave me. But as you get further away from it, the intensity of it dissipates. My understanding is that Sean took an awful long time to get his land legs back. Yes. Well, the land legs took me at least a week. After a week, I was still walking into door lintels when I was meant to go through the door. I was <laughs> staggering into the door frame. Walking uphill, upstairs, was problematic because you haven't used the muscles in your hips and your lower back for six and a half weeks for walking. So when you have to put any strain on the walking as an uphill, upstairs, it feels like you're at altitude. It's a real effort. Our shoulders were bent over because we spent most of our time in the boat. If we weren't lying in the cabin, which wasn't for very long, we were either sitting on the boat or if we were standing in the boat, we were bent over, holding onto the rails. So you do that for six and a half weeks and the body changes physically and you're bent over. And I had to physically make myself straighten my shoulders. And sometimes I'd be sitting on the, sh- the sofa when we were still in Antigua and Shauna, my wife, would say to me, Cal, you're leaning. I wouldn't have realized it, but I was actually leaning over to one side, <laughs> which is quite funny. But your, your body's been through so much, it's been changed so physically that there is a residue that takes time to work your way through. And of course, you were putting so much effort into the rowing that your upper body strength must actually be much greater than your lower. Well, no, because the thing is, rowing is is a pushing sport and not a pulling sport. So most of the drive should have been coming through our legs. But in actual fact, you do have that pull towards the end. So it is great for anyone who wants to start rowing. It's a great workout. So there is that upper body definition that happens. But most of the power comes through the back and the legs. But um, most of us, apart from Sean, had uh, problems with our bum because we got what's called rower's rash. That is a, a rash that you get in your bum from rowing too much, but it's also from being wet, the sweat or the salt water. And the only way to heal that is to keep your bum dry or to stop rowing. Neither of which we could do. So it just got worse and worse and worse. And so that was like six and a half weeks of excruciating pain. I didn't take any painkillers until about three weeks in. And then I started popping painkillers before every shift, going, please take this pain away from me. Because it was very, very uncomfortable. So are you still glad you did it? I am. I wish we could have done it without the extent of the pain that we had because it wasn't just the bum, it was blisters on the feet, on the hands. The oars get caught in the sea and they smack off your shins. So that whole area, there's lots of nerve endings down the shin anyway, but 
if anyone remembers playing football and getting kicked in the shin and how painful it was, imagine that happening on a regular basis. I mean, every day. And how delicate then the shins become. Then every time you get hit again, it's just excruciatingly painful. So we had to live with pain for six and a half weeks, different types of pain. And there are ways to maybe to prevent that happening if we were made to do it again. There's certain things we would do to do it with less pain. And there were two New Zealand boys who finished. And I saw a quote from them that said, um, we loved every minute. <laughs> and I was thinking, well, wait a minute. So I, I sort of had two feelings really. One was incredulity. How is that possible? <laughs> and um, the other was just a little bit jealous, really. If we hadn't been in so much pain, it would have been a totally different experience. So is this the kindest thing that we're going to hear about at the Q&A that you're going to be doing at Belfield Brewery next weekend? It is that and uh, many more details about the day-to-day living on a boat in the middle of the ocean, which was an extraordinary experience. I mean, for all of us, life-changing experience. Life just doesn't feel the same once you come back. It just alters you somehow on a molecular level, I think. So how is it actually going to work? I believe Shauna is actually going to be leading the questioning. Is that the way it's going to work? Shauna will indeed, she'll be addressing the audience, introducing us, and then she will be questioning us on the day-to-day life on board. And then hopefully she won't be, uh, she'll show me some mercy, that's what I mean. (laughs) And then we'll have a break and you can get some of our Atlantic beer that Belfield are brewing for us. And then the audience will be able to ask their own questions, which we're looking forward to because we took the, we went into Tower Bank. We did before and after the race. The final question from one of the kids was, there's only three of you here today. Where are the other two? Did you have to eat them? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, hopefully the audience can provide us with many more questions like that. (laughs) Might a question or two be put to Shauna, for example, because she had the stress of maintaining, keeping the the charity fundraising going. It it must have been also quite stressful looking after your, your family through Christmas and New Year. I think Shauna could do her own Q&A because what she did was quite extraordinary. Keeping all the social media going and and the stress it put on her, especially when her and the other partners, especially when the American, one of the American boats capsized and they had to be rescued. We didn't know the details of that, but Shauna did. And when you know the details, it's quite harrowing, really. So she had to live from that perspective, whereas we, it was quite a simple life for us, really. We just had to deal with the ocean, deal with the wind, just deal with the what it was throwing at us and the, and the pain. And, the, and it was, that was quite simple, really. What Sean had to deal with was much more complex. We will be eternally grateful to her and the other partners. Anyway, going back finally to the event next weekend, mm-hmm. it's entry by ticket only, and you're charging a certain amount per ticket, and that money is going to the charity, is it? Yes, the money will be going to the junction which is a centre for young people, young people's mental health and well-being in Leith. We had two charities, but we will have given money to Body and Soul, and this money will go straight to the junction. Given what we hear about children's mental health after lockdown, that is a really, really important charity to support. It's hugely, hugely important. We were told that there would be a tsunami of young people's mental health problems after lockdown, and that's what has transpired 
and anything we can do to help is it's the least we can do. The event will take place between 7 and 9.30 next Saturday in the Belfield Brewery. As we discussed, entry is by ticket only, and some tickets are still available on Eventbrite at £14.79 each. There's a link to that page in the description. It should be a fascinating evening. And that's it for another week. If you have any ideas that could work for a future episode, then hopefully you know how to get in touch. Thanks again for listening. Have a lovely week.